Well, John, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, this is the What Are We Watching podcast. And uh, I have a couple questions. Wells is going to come in and do a couple questions. But uh, sure. do you want to just start by introducing yourself, just telling us about where you're from, what you do, and a fun fact? <laughs> fun fact. All right. Um, yeah, I'm John Arantes. I'm from San Francisco Bay Area. I recently moved to L.A. to pursue acting. And faster than a lot of people, very fortunate, uh, within the last two years, I... I uh, I ended up in a Chris Nolan film, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, tell me a little bit about your journey, like start to finish as an actor. Start, start to where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, uh, I started off. I started off in San Francisco. I was doing a lot of uh, student films, trying to get my my feet feet wet, and then I ended up getting into a couple of commercials while I was out there. Nothing big, small, local stuff, and some short films. And that was kind of like the introduction to to film and stuff. And I wasn't, I mean, throughout the whole process, I wasn't really sure uh, what direction I was going to go with it, if it was going to be a thing or if I was just testing the waters. But eventually things started to just, you know, pile on one by one. And then after about, I think, the conversation, the, the conversation to move to L.A. and pursue it on a bigger level uh, came up probably three years prior to this moment. I was acting out there for seven years. Okay, awesome. I was acting out there for seven years. I did background for about six. The last year I was there, I uh, stepped away from background, started doing short films. Uh And so now I've been down here a year and a half. That's awesome. Wow, only a year and a half. So tell me about- Right, everything happened really quick. Yeah, tell me about some of the shows you've been in and then how you were able to leverage sort of escalating positions to end up on a feature film of this magnitude. With uh, with the couple of shows I did when I first got here, uh, it was the the standard process, uh, you know, the audition process. But yes, I do have management. I have a manager who I who I work with down here. I don't have an agent. I'm, I'm in the process of looking for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, all of that it ties into the momentum aspect, right? Like you book one thing, and then more opportunities come in. So it's kind of it's kind of one thing leads to another. When I did those 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 small smaller parts, which um, on the TV shows that I, I've done, um, that was, like I said, it was more fuel to, to, to push yourself towards the next thing. So you first get here, you don't have any credits. So the casting offices, they look at you and they say, okay, well, this person's not that appealing. I mean, I don't care what his resume says, but he doesn't have any credits. So what can we do with him, you know, in the big picture? So you just have to, once you get your foot in, once you get that first gig, big or small, tiny, whatever, uh, then it, then you slowly build up. So when it came to the tenant opportunity, um, that was, I think that was last mid, mid last year, that one came in. My manager was even surprised that I got the appointment for it uh, because of my lack of credits. Mm-hmm. But I think um, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, test the waters, right? See, see if you can attack this, see if there's something that you're capable of, of committing to. So I went in and uh, the actual audition process was a lot bigger than the role that I was given, right? So the initial audition, I had like three pages of dialogue and it was like a big action sequence. And uh, what, it, what it turned out being is in the industry, they're called dummy sides, right? So they'll give you sides. You as the actor don't know that these aren't the actual sides, but you think they are, right? So you go in you do the audition and then you find out uh, later that they were uh, sides from a different project, but they were just to see, just to see energy, like an energy test, right? To see yeah. how your energy is 
And so I booked Tenet off of that audition. Gotcha. And like I said, luck of the draw. You know, lots of other people auditioned for it, and I was just very fortunate to be uh, one of the ones that was chosen. Hundred percent. This is this is you know what we're all wondering, but we all want to know kind of what the shooting process was like, what it was like <laughs> working with Chris, and you know I know a lot of stuff is NDA, but whatever right. you can tell us, man. I right. mean, it, it seems like it was an awesome experience. Um, being there, it was it was kind of crazy. They had, uh, like I told you, they had um, real. Uh, the people that were doing the stunt coordinating uh, had, were ex-special forces. They had uh, ex-police officers, ex-military, people that really, really knew what they were doing. And they, they walked us through every inch of it, you know, how to, how to hold, how to hold a gun, you know, how to position it. Like mm -hmm. everything was super, super detailed and super, uh, super direct. And it was cool though, cause it was kind of like a, it was like an eye opener to what's that, what the possibilities are in this business as far as you know what kind of extent these these productions go to and the magnitude of them it was hundreds hundreds of extras on set mm -hmm. um so they didn't they didn't fill any they didn't fill any background people in with cgi it was real you know those people were there they were on set they had actual helicopters i mean it was the real deal it was the real deal like it was pretty pretty gnarly to be out there and experience that it was pretty crazy so let's talk a little bit about like the rehearsal process, if, if you had any, if you got to work with Chris and what that was like, and then sort of your interior scene. The, uh, for me personally, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, a lot of whole, whole lot of rehearsal with, uh, with my segment. Um, but I mean, we did run the scene a few times, uh, but as far as like the stunts and everything, um, that, that was kind of handled before I got there. Yeah. But working, working with Chris, um, that was, that was also another eye opener. It was pretty cool to see, to see how he runs the set, to see how, how he envisions everything. It, it's, it's really cool to sit back and, and watch his process. And he has a, a really, a really tight handle mm -hmm. on how things, how things are run. Like it's, it's like sitting there and watching, watching a boss go to work and just, you know, <laughs> run stuff. It was pretty, pretty awesome. You're seeing, you were obviously in the room with Aaron Taylor Johnson, John David Washington, um, and then there's some other actors that you know are around you. What was it like, sort of that atmosphere? When I got there and I met them, it was it was kind of mind blowing type of type of atmosphere. It was just like I'm here. This is real. This is happening. It was surreal. Yeah. But every, everybody was awesome. Like Aaron, I really admire Aaron. He's he's that guy's that guy's full of life. He's he's full of energy. Cool dude. But he's super super gifted. Aaron is. Mm -hmm like a chameleon, he can, he can do it all. You know, he could change it up and just transform. And, and, and just being around him, watching him work, that was awesome. John David, another great person. He's, a, he's an amazing human being. That guy is just all love and his energy was cool. And just being around these guys who are, who are established and, and have a, you know, a, a certain tier that they're on, but still maintaining the humble down to earth nature it's, it's admirable and it, and it really, really opens your eyes to, you know, it, you can be, you can be a star, you can be big and still, and still maintain, um, a civil atmosphere on set. Yeah. And I, it was just an amazing experience and everybody was great. That's awesome. Who is sort of walking you through these different stunts? Kind of recap mm -hmm. for us what that experience was like. I mean, were you just in the desert sweating 12 hour days, 16 hour days? Talk to us about that. Yeah, yeah, we were out, we were out there, and you know, damn near 
high 90s you know out there <laughs> yeah, yeah out there in the middle of the desert and and uh like I, i'm not sure the gentleman's name but he was ex-special forces this guy was you know he, he knew what he was doing and he was walking us through the sequences and telling us uh where we what directions we were going how it was going to play out and and what to avoid and there was just a lot of a lot of commotion just a lot of things going on all at once the second the second they said action it was it's like you stepped into a video game it was crazy <laughs> it was it was lights out it was like yeah like, like i said i don't know if i'll ever be able to experience something like that again yeah. i hope i do but yeah. if i if i don't at least i can say i've done it you know? oh man um but yeah the helicopters they had the helicopters going above us um that was just you know it was a little there was one sequence um we're coming off a helicopter we're coming off of a helicopter and the helicopter didn't take off while we were on it you know for safety purposes yeah. but it definitely felt like it was going somewhere and i was kind of losing my stuff i was like i was kind of holding on and i was like <laughs> i hope this thing doesn't like i hope the pilot doesn't forget that we're back here because uh, it just felt like that because i've never i've never been on a military copter before yeah and it was it was loud it was it was it was intense i was like get me off of this thing <laughs> i was like get me off <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy yeah, it was it was crazy it was crazy and so obviously this was you know script chris nolan has been working on for a really long time and mm -hmm. a huge thing nowadays is secrecy over scripts oh. when it comes to the blockbuster movies so i'm curious for you you know you had a couple lines in the third act how much of the script how much of the synopsis did you get or was it like you got your lines and it was just like that was it that was it that was it he doesn't he doesn't mess around he doesn't spoil any plot points he if you're not if you're not the lead or supporting or anybody of that magnitude you're uh you're just getting your sides uh -huh. so it was it was really nerve-wracking because going into it i had no idea what the movie was about yeah. to this point i still i mean i got a concept based on trailers but um yeah, being in the movie, I, I had no more information than anybody anticipating it to come out. Like it was, it was crazy. I was working at a hotel in Santa Monica, mm -hmm. and production contacted me and said, "Hey, we're gonna send somebody to you to give you your sides, to give you your lines for the film." Oh my gosh! And I was like, "No, it's all good. Like I can, I can come pick it up. No worries." So like, "No, it's fine. We're gonna, we're gonna send someone." So keep in mind, it's eight p.m. I'm in Santa Monica. Uh -huh. Somebody drives, I don't know where they were coming from, but someone drove over an hour to my hotel where I was working. I was bar backing at a bar. And then uh, they told me to come to the front lobby of the hotel. I, I met the lady who was with production. She handed me an envelope that had more adhesive on it than it needed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my, my lines were in there. I, I, didn't, I didn't read them until I, until I got home that night. But uh -huh. yeah, I didn't get the script. I didn't get any information outside of, of my, my involvement in it. And up until the second they turned the cameras on when we were on set ready to go, I just had to figure out for myself, like, okay, um, what energy should I bring to this? How should I, how should I deliver the lines? Like you're really left in the dark. It's yeah. fun, but it's also terrifying because you don't want, you don't want your part of the film to be offbeat with the rest of the momentum of the film. Totally. So you got to kind of figure out where do you fit in story wise, but without knowing the story, which is crazy. Going off that a little bit, do you think, because I mean, information is king for actors, you know, right. as far as developing right. your character, do you think it makes it more difficult to embody a role like that when you only get a few lines or so, you don't really know what the story's about? Do you think it's very Definitely. hard to have a connection with your character? 
yeah, no, it's it's incredibly difficult um, for that. Yeah, for that exact reason, you don't you don't know you don't know where, where where things are going. You know, you have to you have to come in and just assume, like, just piece together, like, do your best investigating to piece together. Okay, what has happened before? What might happen after this portion of the storyline? And you're yeah, you come from a really dark place, and you're just like, all right. Uh, you know, it's like a mind, it's a mind game. It's a mind game. It's tough, but um, I, I feel like, I feel like it's, it, it takes work. It takes work to sit there and you have to go through it. You can't just show up day of and just wing it. You gotta, so what I did is I just, I watched a couple of his other films. I did some homework on his other films. Okay, what was the process with those actors? Do they get their lines? Do they just come in? Same deal. They come in and they give their lines. They don't know what's going on. And and I, he, the thing is, you have to put your trust in him, right? He's the creative, he's the, the writer, he's the director. Trust his process because he knows. He's like, he knows that this is this is the story, this is what I want, and his formula is gonna work 100%. You don't know that as the actor, you come in feeling like I'm gonna do the best I can, but if you trust his process and know that he knows what he's doing, you're good. And, and that's, you think that's not creates... always the case, but you know, yeah. <laughs> And do you think he creates that kind of feeling of trust on set? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like it's it's a two way trust. You know, there's obviously you look at the body of work he's done. You look at his process when you're there. If you're fortunate enough to be on a, a set that he's involved in, you trust his process because you just you get that energy that he knows what he's doing. Everybody on set around him, whether it's you know crew, you know everybody on set, they know that they're in good hands when they're on a Chris Nolan set. And like, as an, as the actors chosen to be a part of the production, he's given that trust in you as well. It's like, you're here because you're the person for the job. I chose you, I trusted in what you showed us via your audition. So now it's, it's not a matter of impressing me or satisfying me as the director, it's a matter of you going to work and getting it done. You know, so that there's, there's a little pressure there um, but yeah, there's a two-way trust. I, I, and I also, like I said, I feel everybody on, on set trusted him. They knew that they were in capable hands. The fact that you're on a Chris Nolan set, the energy, the second you walk onto set is no messing around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just the energy in the air, not necessarily energy coming from him, but it's just a known, it's a known thing. You're, you're there and it's like, it's game time. And I did see John David Washington, he would like, when we would cut between scenes, he would go off. He would go off into the distance and he would like isolate himself from the set just to get, get focused, Yeah. you know, and, and really like process. Okay. Like it's game time. We're going to, we're going to knock this out the park. And I would, I would sit there off to the side too. And I would observe him from a distance and I'm like, okay, that's his process. He's, he isolates himself so that he can get focused. And then everybody else on set too was just kind of like, you know, their, their, their mindset was just game time. Yeah. We're here to get this done and we're going to, we're going to do a great job on it. So, yeah. Well, John, what I want to say was, you know, you are such a positive energy and like awesome person and like, you oh, know, you. wishing people you. happy birthday and all these different things, man. It's just, uh, it's awesome to see. And it's like, it's really, it's really hard for people, you know, in this, um, industry to sort of like find their breakthrough and find their moment. And I'm just like really happy because now I feel like this is your moment. And like, regardless of what happens with the release of Tenet and stuff like that, 
like awesome things are coming to you, man. And I'm just, uh, it's like, karma. it's just good, good energy coming back your way, dude. So I'm super excited to see what you do next. Nope. I'm you guys too. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Sure thing. Thank you.